0: What's going on crew? It is Monday. Welcome to the fiercely successful podcast. My name is Paul Artale. I am your host. I'm a motivational speaker, author. Obviously, I'm a a podcaster and even trying my hand at stand-up comedy, albeit not professionally by a long shot. But welcome to the podcast uh, where we talk about, on almost a weekly basis, the Uh, give you the motivational shot in the arm you need to get through your life's journey and to hit those goals harder than you have the week before. And I'm excited to be back. Took a couple of weeks off. Really, it was a life balance issue, not gonna lie. And um, really, because I was wrestling with some of the things that I'm going to be talking to you about today. So before I get into What we're talking about today, which, by the way, I should probably announce that the topic is um, listening to your own voice, right? Like how to listen to your own voice in your life's journey. Uh, Before we get to that, I want to just remind you to like, subscribe, download, comment, rate this podcast, share it with your friends, give it as a belated Easter or Passover gift, if that's a thing in your household or any other gift, it could be a birthday, it could just be a random act of kindness, but share the love that is the podcast, and I would be most appreciative. Every week, our numbers are tippy, tipping up, or ticking up, and uh, I'm not just saying that, it's really cool. Uh, you know, Like I said, I took a, a bit of a, a little hiatus for some work-life stuff, so I'll talk about that in a second, and I kind of came back and logged into the account. It's nice to see the numbers are going up and up, and that's because of you and all the support you've given me. So thank you very much. You are all awesome. Let's keep going on this journey together. So let's talk about listening to your inner voice. And one of the reasons I took a mini hiatus the last couple of weeks, well, number one, this week was uh, a, a birthday week in my house, plus it's Easter, and we celebrate Easter I guess everything that was going on, a little bit of spring break with the kids. It was just a week where my family needed me. So I kind of put the the cast to the side. And, uh, and honestly, just, uh, as you know, I've been transitioning some of my business. I'm still going to do some speaking. And once we we clear up here and uh, with the pandemic, but uh, I really like the virtual stuff. I like the coaching. I like helping people. And, trying to figure out what that looks like and dabbling into somewhat unfamiliar waters. I mean, in the past, I was maybe just, you know, playing with it, but actually to go deeper into some areas that I'm not very familiar with it w- was scary. And, and, you know, you get advice and advice is great, but ultimately the decision is, is mine or and we're talking more broadly, it's yours. And that's a sp- that can be a really aggravating, scary, frustrating place to be. So I, I kind of just reflected on the last couple of weeks on what that means for me, and how do I how did I try to wade through it? And this is, uh, you know, I've got three three as usual the the standard issue three points plus a a preamble, uh, you know, uh, to to all of this and so here here we're gonna we're gonna go we're gonna go that's that's a real thing in, in the English grammatical language and so let's start with the preamble here and, and the first part of the preamble we're talking about listening to your your inner voice and the preamble is get some advice right like I'm not saying do this in isolation you really can't be successful in isolation it's near impossible to do so get your advice. We've talked about on past episodes to build your support team, your success team. Bring in experts. Get a coach. Whatever it takes, you need to get some advice, right? Talk to people that have been where you want to be. Some of them where you are. Maybe people, you know, get that that variety of perspectives that you need, and and move forward with that. I think that's a fantastic thing. And so that's the preamble. Is that this is predicated on you doing that for the most part. Um, Although in theory, this could apply to you if you just Googled a bunch of stuff, but really get advice. I think it's valuable to have actual humans to bounce ideas off of and to get input from. Now that in mind, let's talk about the first part, which is just understand when I talk about listening to your inner voice and, and ultimately coming to a decision with it, understand that number one, it is your journey. This is your journey. This is the dream you want to live. This is the better lifestyle that you envision for yourself. It is yours. It is not somebody else's. And I think that is important because you have to understand that with a success team, with getting advice from others, they are always going to give you that advice through their own filter and their own personal bias. Not a bad thing. When I work with my clients, I begin many a sentence with, this is how I see it. I may begin it with, I have a bias to doing things this way. Like I will own my point of view so that my co- coaching um, clients know that it's, it's, it's coming from a place of knowledge and knowing, and I know it works, but also it's coming from, I know what works for me. And that there are times where I'm cognizant that I am given a perspective that is very Paul and might not be you. And Um, I often, I always tell my clients, whether they're speaking clients or career transition clients, that it's your journey, right? It's your journey. You're the CEO of your, of your speech. You're the CEO of your career. You are the CEO of your life balance, and you are the one that makes the ultimate decision. But here is how I see it. So understand that when you go through it, this is your journey. It's not someone else's. If you're asking for their advice and they're really trying to steer you in a direction that is very reflective of who they are and what they went through, understand that that is likely not going to be your path, or at least not identically going to be your path. They they mean well, they are not trying to lead you astray in most cases, but it is a filter that you need to be understood, you need to understand. And again, it's your journey. Own it, you make the decisions, figure out the version that works for you. And that will be, uh, you know, that's what you're going to want to go with. Second, trust your gut. I mean, your gut is the ultimate filter. And if someone presents an option to you and your gut reaction is like, eh, I don't know or oh god, that sounds freaking horrible. Then that tells you that that is not the right path for you. That is not going to be a productive and rewarding path in 99.997 of the cases that is just life and so you'd really trust your gut that instinct man it is it is rarely wrong and it, even if it um is maybe let's say it's it's is clouding your thinking understand that that feeling that something is wrong that it doesn't quite, quite fit well like yeah i like the salary of a big you know corporate job as a consultant but uh you know and i and i, I like the bonus structure. And I like the challenge of the job, but I don't know this part about basically working 60, 70 hours and not having a life doesn't sit well with me. Uh, I I just don't know if I could do that over the long haul, but I'm going to apply and go through with it anyway. That, you know, in that case, your gut's telling you that there's something that's not in balance and you need to think about how you can navigate that or just, it's time to look at another version of that or another option. So trust your gut. It's it's the ultimate uh, filter. And the third point here is, is just grow. Whatever you are trying to do in your life, understand that if you're getting people's advice and you're trying to filter this information, just remind yourself that your goal is to live your best life, but to grow into your best life. And if what you're trying to achieve is too easy or you're not feeling a lot of conflict, and, and you're also not feeling necessarily a lot of excitement, you're not pushing yourself to grow and be your best. You're just maybe pushing yourself to exist. And that's not what this podcast is about. That's not what my philosophy is about. You got to be pushing yourself to continually grow and get better at everything you do. And I'll give you a quick example. Uh, using my, my recent time in, in stand-up comedy. Now, I'm not looking to be a stand-up comedian. Uh, professionally it really is a hobby and a joy but even with that hobby and a joy because it's me I come at it from a a, ser- a serious hobbyist serious hobbyist perspective and what when I got some advice initially not, not necessarily on how to write a joke but more on stage persona what do I talk about on stage and obviously with my disability you know everyone's like you have to address it you have to talk about it you know, this is a chance for you to offer people hope or change people's perspectives. And like this really heavy, heady stuff all around my disability. And the reality is, as a comedian and, and even as a speaker, totally not going to ignore the fact that in my left arm looks like a ninja turtle and my right arm looks like a lobster claw. I'm not going to deny that fact. I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to play with it. I'm going to poke fun of at it. But at the end of the day, I also know that I have all these other life experiences and perspectives, such as fatherhood, you know, a life in college sports, a life working in university administration for many years, you know, just weird things I see all the time, you know, being a father, et cetera, that I also want to talk about on stage. And in many cases, they'll have very little or nothing to do with disability. But again, take taking that advice and then filtering it through the three steps, three steps I've laid out for you, like number one, it's my journey. It's my comedy journey. I'm the I am the CEO of my own comedic persona and my own per, uh, comedic journey and career, if you want to call it that. Uh, I, mean, I need to get to a couple open mics before I can call it, uh, even start calling it a career. But it's my journey, right? So I, I will take the advice of what people are telling me, but I'm not necessarily going to follow it all i need to understand that it's ultimately i'm the guy up on stage telling the jokes and so i have control over what those jokes are and how i i write them how i practice them and how i decide if i'm going to keep them in the act or not keep them in the act then i go to the second point of which is trust your gut and use your gut as a filter well my advisors you know my my colleagues etc you know, gave me the names of some comics with disabilities to watch and and gave me insight on how to handle it and i've even listened to interviews of some of those comedians on how they handle it and and again back to my first point my gut was the filter in saying this is the type of if i'm gonna joke about disability this is the type of comedy i want to do and it's the kind of comedy i don't want to do i don't want to do a lot of quickie you know cheesy jokes about having short arms and and you know very punny stuff that's just not who i am I'm kind of more observational. I'm kind of I'm a bit of a jerk, you know. <laughs> and so thinking about the persona, my guts, you know, when people are telling me you should do this or you should almost be an exclusively a disabled comic, my gut's like, no, right? Like, no, that's just not going to You're not going to be happy doing that on stage. You're not going to go drive an hour or so to an open mic where you ain't going to get paid or maybe to a small venue where you might get paid for gas to, to do a bunch of jokes that you don't like. So I trust in my gut as the filter. And then three, obviously growth. I'm doing this comedy to be, well, to be funnier, but really f- for stress relief and just to have something that is not a professional career, a hobby. And, um, but it's also a way for me to grow. And, and it's a completely new space where I am, confident I will get it, but it's, I'm learning things for the first time. I'm going to make a lot of mistakes and it. And I love it. And that's what I love. I I lean into it. So that's how this process has impacted me recently in my, in my comedy journey. And, uh, and I hope it, it can impact, it will impact you in your journey. Right. So remember when we're talking about how to trust your gut instinct, remember number one, get advice. That's the preamble. Then your first step is Remember, it's your journey. You're the CEO. You make the decision. Number two, trust your gut. It is the best filter you're going to have. And number three, make sure that whatever you're trying to do is rooted in growth and not comfort. You do that, you will have a far easier time making decisions, being comfortable with decisions, and leaning into energy-giving life choices that help you lead your best life. One power step, one baby step at a time. And since we're talking about power steps, if you would like a free copy of my ebook called "Power Step: How to Start Living Life on Your Terms in Seven Days or Less," um, look up the link in this video uh, and audio. or those listen on the podcast, and of course those that are on YouTube, uh, and and get yourself a free copy of the ebook. Just teaches you how to break down your life into really basic baby steps, power steps, I call them, so that you can get going in the right direction that's the podcast for this week remember to write remember to write remember to write to me write a comment just write me an email tell me i'm doing okay but remember like subscribe and review the podcast if you believe it's doing some good things and go after your dreams harder than you did the week before i'm paul artale this is the fiercely successful podcast i will see you next time